This is Season 3 of Views of the Bridge, a podcast about your Philadelphia Union. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network. You can find all things BGN at BGN.FM. Let's get right to it. Looks like he's lining up for a shot. Jacob Glesnitz is going for it. Is. Oh, my oh. God! Gaddis, Ray with options, will cross us in, and it's back home by Casper Shabengo. What a slide tackle by Jack Elliott. Back to that shutout for Andre Blake. Fontana will give it a strike. Anthony Fontana has the go-ahead goal! One of the best teams across the league. But my word, Jim Curtin has pushed all the right buttons in 2020. And nobody will be able to take away the trophy from Jim Curtin and the Philadelphia Union. This is a five for five city. Put some respect on our name. Let's go, dude. Good things happen in Philadelphia. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fuse from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. Behind, you know, the one that came back recently or something. Uh, I am mathematically proven to not be your host most of the time in 2021. Evan Vallela, hiya, good to see you, good to talk to you. Gang's all here tonight, because we got a hell of a topic that we're talking about. Um, not the most disappointing person in podcasting history. Are, we tied? Here. Are we tied for hosting? Is that is that the deal for 2021? I suppose I so, yeah. yeah. Good for us, good for, good for us. us. Yeah, good for us. Um, I think him and I are going to have a lot of similar names, only because we've seen guys develop and then undevelop. Chuck Booth is here. Oh, hi. <laughs> what? Oh, we could oh do a my. whole 11 about guys that were really good in Bethlehem and then really bad elsewhere. No, it, oh, God. It's, I, it's real bad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And uh, I, he's going to say some shit later, just to be contrary, and I'm sure, because that's his job. It's Paul Trevino Jr. No, that's it. That's all you're getting from me today. Okay, in like in like a lamb this week, Paul Trevino <laughs> Jr. I actually tried to uh, do the task tonight in the mind of Paul Trevino. I was like, how can I be as contrarian oh, as no. possible tonight? Well, you dropped the ball because mm-hmm. I'm really just kind of leaving were... it up for any of you right now. It's like a really weird version of being yeah, a John exactly. Malkovich. It's just a good okay. one that we have so many choices that it's almost impossible for us <laughs> to land on a similar um, decision. Um, does what, does anybody volunteer to go first? Shouldn't we um, explain what we're doing? <laughs> we should. <laughs> that would be helpful. I wanted to get right into it. Chuck, thank you for bringing me back level. Uh, no, we tweeted out earlier today at VFTV Pod. Um, who is your most disappointing Philadelphia Union player of all time? And the reason that we did that, um, and I think we've been we've been teasing this for weeks or months and have never gotten to do it, but we're doing it now, is we have assembled collectively the most disappointing players in union history and we have turned them into lineups and we are going to unleash them onto the masses um same rules as uh all of these lists that we do it's um at least two players for each coach we were a little i think we all managed it i'm pretty sure we all managed it if it doesn't work out we're not super fussed by it because disappointment can be different things to different people um, and I think we all have 
some different reasons for guys being on our on our lineups or not. Um, so this will be interesting. Play along at home if you'd like to. We saw all your answers. I think everyone that sent us replies will be represented here tonight in some way, shape, or form. I believe so. I think so. I think so. There's a couple... Someone mentioned, like, all of Novak's signings in 2012 as being disappointing, and I don't think all five of those guys are going to make it in, but we'll find out. You'd be um, surprised. Anyway, so, yes. I guess maybe I will be. Who knows? Yeah, it's pretty close. Or maybe that's how Paul ended up with five guys on his roster. Who knows? Um, anyway, explanation over. Does anybody uh, volunteer as tribute to... So I think the best way to go about this would be to go position by position because a lot of general talk was made today in regards to just the Mm -hmm. most disappointing player. And this gets really hard when you have to span a decade's worth of players and just objectively say who is the most disappointing. So I, I, I think... Goalkeeper should be pretty straightforward, but I will field arguments. That said, I did pick the porcelain jar of grains, rice and bully. (laughs) Oh, I see what you did there. That was clever. I'll actually actually give you that one for a change. I don't have a retort for you. Aw, thanks. I picked the same keeper as well, so that also makes it pretty easy i don't it doesn't get much more disappointing than watching what he did in the world cup and then what he didn't bring to the union um i Ooh, yep the, the union have had a few bad stand-in keepers but yeah this was the one that came with the most hype and it's not particularly close evan i would like you to go first um, I have uh, current Miami FC, former Harrisburg City Islander, former Vancouver Whitecaps, former North Carolina <laughs> FC, former LA Galaxy, forward forward Madison, former forward Madison goalkeeper Brian, Brian Sylvester, and like this is not his <laughs> fault <laughs> in the slightest. But like when you bring in a goalkeeper from the Carolina Railhawks, A, no one should have been excited. B, like, the only thing he had to do was, like, not explode on the... Like, he was there to, like, bandage for Andre Blake, right? And now he's, I think, the deep-lying reason why everyone gets scared whenever Dre doesn't start a game. Because, like, any time we've been, like, and here's a new keeper. And it wasn't, like, Johnny Mac or now. It's like, like, oh. like, even the Joe Bendick whatever from last year. I think we're all just still scarred from when they were, like, we got Brian Sylvester. And it was, like, it kind of was like this. Yeah. Oh, no. <gasps> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, that's kind of how he, he, he went there. But, uh, yeah. Joe Bendick almost got those feelings. Yeah, yeah, honestly. He's a disappointment to every yeah. team that goes up against the Union because he's usually the one that gifts the Union the games. <sighs> All right, so here's mine. The interesting thing about this pick for me is it's the exact same keeper that I had in our best 11. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> 
Zach, Zach McMath <clears throat> is my disappointment 11. Let me, okay. let me explain. Okay. What? You really here's did the, do this Here's Paul. the thing. When he, when he was here, when, when Zach McMath was starting for the Union, he was, he was great. There was, it was exciting to watch. It was a young keeper who was doing his thing in MLS. And then here's the thing. The Union screwed him over. The Union went out and got him bully, yeah. and then they drafted Blake, and he immediately became the third string keeper. Then we go and, oh, let's trade him to Colorado. Great. He's in Colorado. Colorado then is like, oh, let's go grab Tim Howard from Everton and, yeah. you know, yeah. go and, and, and ruin his yeah. career that way. So here's the thing for me. I think yep. if Zach, like, obviously, we would all sit here and say we'd rather have Blake. Blake's doing what he's doing, and, and this is the best mm-hmm. thing for the union. But had Blake and Mboli not come in, I honestly think McMath mm-hmm. could have been a starting keeper in MLS, given that time to develop. I think the problem was we, I mean, we, well, we, he's like, starting shot came a little bit early. And then he wasn't able to develop into a full-out starting keeper. Well, on both but, of both fronts, both both Colorado and the Union. But isn't Zach McMath still the holder of some Union goalkeeping records? I think. So. I don't. I don't because I don't think Blake has <clears> passed <throat> him in everything yet. So I kind of disagree with the he wasn't able to become a starting caliber keeper because he was. He was afforded memory, he many did, opportunities um, to do he so. Did get, he did get fucked over. Oh, I he don't was still know. inconsistent at the time. He did get fucked over by the team because there was no reason yep. to put not one but two keepers in front of him mm. and then move him to another team that then put another keeper in front of him. Um, and then had him be like 1B. Like, I mean, he like. definitely could have been one of the top 10 keepers in MLS considering no team really spends on keepers um but it it's a it's a tough one because there definitely were reasons for at least bringing competition just not that much in doing him the way he was done oh for sure I just think he had he had a season or two where he was the clear-cut number one keeper you know, and had that time to develop, I think he honestly would turn into a much better keeper than what he can. Like, so, I mean, hear me. This is this is not a, I'm disappointed with what he did while he was here. I just think he could have been better than what he is as now this travel journeyman number two keeper in MLS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He could have, he could have been something different than that. And I'm, I'm disappointed that that didn't happen for him and also a little bit for the union, but we have this other thing of of being able to look at it in the past and be like hey blake came in and now we have this keeper so it is what it is but had we not had that if this was a situation where blake hadn't become the starting keeper for the last six years uh i think we would have looked on back on that as a really bad thing for the union oh yeah so I received about 25 – I sent out a lot of DMs asking if people would want to put together theirs. And let's see if Zach McMath was one of the answers for goalkeeper. Survey says – Oh, God, I thought you said you sent – I thought you were going to be like, I sent DMs to Zach McMath. No, Zach oh, McMath was not – was indeed I, not. 
on that list. I don't care. I don't care what you think. This is my disappointment eleven, not yours. Yeah, this is not this is not the the views from the bridge fan base disappointment. <laughs> I just want you to know that a lot of people fault. responded with a lot of different keepers. Okay, I had five different keepers here in front of me, and not one of them was Zach McMath. Uh huh. Five different keepers. So I mean, Justin in 2015, just right? Being when Blake unique. got injured. Yeah, no, I like it. Very good. <clears throat> I like where we're going. Yeah. All right, let's shift to that back line, baby. Uh, we have there's a lot of center backs. Let's start with them. Um, I did not select Anderson Kinsesau just because he is immortalized for me in such a bad way <laughs> that he avoids selection today. I did, however, go with the traditional four at the back, mm. and I do have Steven Vittoria mm. and Bakare Sumare. Mm -hmm. uh, Vittoria, <laughs> Porto Prodigy. Uh, <laughs> it was a really low-risk chance to get someone with European talent. Kind of. With an option to buy yeah. for really cheap, and you were just so bad that they said no. <laughs> and then... Bakary Samari like <clears throat> traded up in allocation order to get him, and he couldn't beat out Jeff mm -hmm. Park and Amobi Akugo, like yes. from France. Yeah, it, Amobi. I'm... Well, and like he was really solid with the Chicago Fire like uh -huh. four years before we got him. <laughs> and then he asks yeah. for a trade, yeah. and then starts talking shit about the Union Training mm -hmm. Complex on Twitter, like <laughs> on his way out. <laughs> And then has the gall to go on a radio station weeks later and say, no, I still keep some close tabs with some of those players. They're good people. Like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Get out of here. Nice. I feel terrible um, doing my center backs. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. I think I know exactly why. Go ahead. Read them off. <laughs> Chuck, you can't you can't it's preface that and then not well, follow because anyway, so. one is an absolutely amazing person, and the other oh no is is dead is, is what is Chuck? Not. Oh Chuck, no, I think I know exactly where you're going. What team does he play for? Right oh no, now? I'm sorry. Oh no, I I oh no, no, just, I'm just, not. Just do it. I just. I'm not laughing right Chuck, now. Chuck, you just gotta do this it. This is just one of those moments yeah. that's so awkward to try and get through what you need to say that all you can do is laugh. Um, They're not here, Chuck. You gotta, you know, it's okay. John Safe Diego space. Gonzalez. <laughs> yep. And Josh Yara. Yep. I, yep. Nailed it. The second you said they're an amazing person, <laughs> I went as Yaro. I can't say a bad word about Yaro unless now, it's what Chuck, he did on the I'm field. not going to say that you shouldn't put... Um, someone with literal photographic memory on your most disappointing 11 because they will remember you and then on the off chance they've heard this they now know who you are but um you know good for you i agree in fact with josh hero he's not on my he's not on my team but yeah i get it um and i mean i don't even know if particularly because like for the most part i did try and at least go by potential or a massive transfer fee was spent on you that you just bombed on. Um, so one oh. center back costing over a million dollars and playing 640 MLS minutes, not being out of any of those games due to injury. That's not great. And another one getting red cards every other game. Also mm -hmm. not great. 
So that's the anchor to my defense. Uh, yeah. Um. Hey, Justin, I went three at the back. I went two at the back, and mine have already been said. Mine were Vittoria and Yara, so. I, oh, that's, yeah, it's um, like the best of both. Real tall, real short, I, both bad for different reasons. I like it. Two. <laughs> one good with the ball, one bad with the ball, one bad <laughs> with the ball. Um, so, okay. I have three. I, hmm. Steven Vittoria is here. I, I feel like that was one of the first, like, big signings that, like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, the Union are really trying to, like, do it. And then he was... Uh, Dude, that was that was shit. paired up with Aristigueta and also uh, Sapong. Oh, and also that's Sapong. why I love that so much. all three at the same time. Oh, and yeah. you went, holy Yikes. crap, okay. this team means business. <laughs> no, yeah, they just, they just, did, great on they paper. just did business. <laughs> And they meant bad business for two of those three signings. Because, um, man, Arista Gaeta could be on here, too. He's not on my list. I know everyone's like, oh, Evan's going to put Arista. I'm not. He's not here. Um, I have Anderson on my team only because someone ends up, when you bring them in, making more appearances for your fledgling farm team than with your first team is probably like not what anyone had in mind. But I also want to give, uh, and Bakari Samari was my third. I, I do want to give honorary credit to um, honorary credit to Carlos Valdez for having like the weirdest transfer <laughs> saga. <of all> time. <laughs> um, <laughs> where I think they went through like three months of like, oh yeah, he plays. No, he no, he doesn't play here. Does he play? Yeah, that was pretty bad. So, though it was not great. Maybe for that alone and the headache that that caused, I think everybody in the greater Philadelphia area that cared about the Union at the time, uh, Carlos Valdez, honorable mention. But yeah, it's uh, Stephen Vittoria, Anderson. It's a good thing that at the Valdez saga, there was like 10 people who cared about the Union at the time. Yeah, that was really good. um, Nobody noticed or remembers. How close was Austin Trusty to anyone's lineups? I I couldn't in good faith. uh, I was... was See, here's the thing. Like the the yeah, there's this like trio of recent center backs. You know, Marquez, Yaro, Trusty. They were just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. somebody's got to make this lineup. You know, they all kind of just <laughs> were good for times and then flamed out at others. And yeah, yeah. so one of them was going to make my lineup, but it was Yaro. Yeah. I have Marquez as an honorable mention for being like literally the worst person in the soccer world I've ever encountered. <laughs> I still don't. I I was disappointed in him as a human. Yeah, I still being. don't know what truly happened to Marquez at the end. Um, he definitely like wanted first team. Yeah, I, no, I, I mean, we, this is he, he wanted to play. It wasn't good enough to play. No one gives a shit. He he wanted to play and wasn't good enough to play. So then his attitude just got increasingly like worse uh, to the point where he had like <laughs> stupid. This is great because the stories that I have are consequential to exactly like three people, and I'm one of them. And the other two people are, uh, I like I, Tom Via and I don't know. Uh, maybe chuck because he'll laugh because he knows who the other people in the story are i have no idea um it it got to a point where he had like a decent game for bethlehem remember when they existed and um we were like gonna interview him post game for no apparent reason and he was like oh no i'm fitting to step out like to his girlfriend or side piece or whatever 
like on the phone very loudly right after the game ended. Yeah, and you, it's not it, not as good as Brandon fuck those kids, Allen. But but it, we, and I it's mean, it's not really cool good. to just really you know, PR sets you up to talk to people after the game and you just bail. It doesn't go over very well. Yeah, yeah. If you want first team minutes and then like when the team asks you to do yeah, something, you, you, oh, usually oh, um, union PR just goes to you when they're supposed to be setting up interviews for you. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In years past, not not now. Not now. Not now at all. We love you guys over there. Hi, hi everybody. Um, sorry that they make you listen to us. Um, anyway. Fullbacks. Moving on to, I guess, fullbacks yeah, for fullbacks. you guys. I can do my wingers, yeah. I guess? Um, I'll, I'll, I guess okay. I'll start this one since I do have traditional fullbacks. and. Um, sure. Unfortunately, my uh, yep. left back just had the wrong name. That's basically the only reason that he's in this lineup because he wasn't that bad but just had the wrong name and that's Giuliano Wijnaldum yep. mm-hmm. when you come in on yeah. his name it's not good yeah I also just like couldn't really find an absolutely terrible left back and I'm sure someone's gonna say someone that was much worse than him but when I was trying to do my oh. scan he was just the only person who stood out as like yep he should have been a, like a, after a beater after here, you know? Like, he should have been and like, something. Yeah, and he's everything you want in a wingback, except being able to play as a wingback. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I followed it up on the other side with Keegan Rosenberry. <laughs> because... Um, is that like a My Richie Marquez kind of it's, disappointment? It's a, it's a mixture or... of off-field disappointments. Um, which I'm not going to get into at the moment. (laughs) I think I'm good. Um, also just on the field, the union committed so many resources to getting Keegan Rosenberry to this team. Um, he should have been a homegrown player and therefore I am treating him like other homegrown players who are going to make appearances Mm -hmm. later. And, uh, He ended up being sold for allocation money because it just didn't work out. So, Keegan Rosenberry, welcome to the Disappointment 11 when you should have been our starting right back for years to come. Uh-huh. I won't belabor the point, Chuck. I had the same, I had the same two guys. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, Great. you know. Oh, you did. Wow. All, I can't believe you guys them, missed out on the greatest right back story in union history now i bet all you people thought i was going to pick ray gaddis i actually came close to picking raymond lee as my left back uh i was very oh close. my he god so bad but but like people have to have expectations of that's why i couldn't know. do anderson i, I mean know. ray 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 lee gave bethlehem a playoff win so i don't know i mean so oh, sorry. Which I is which is why Giuliano Ignaldo made it as my left back, and my right back is Union legend David Myrie. Now let me tell you a little story about David Myrie. Okay, Costa Rican international, young bull. He is the OG Union right back. All right, he starts in the inaugural game. Okay, and was so yep. bad that he got cut before the next no. game started. 
He was just cut from an inaugural team. Now, granted, this was not just some random signing that they made, okay? They wasted an expansion draft yeah. pick on him, okay? On no. this guy who was playing for Chicago oh. for like three months and had yet to play a game for them. Yet to play a game for them. And they selected him. So, what, was he like on trial with Chicago? And then you're like, can we take him? I and they're guess like, uh, you sure. can. No taxis back <laughs> So they did. Dark Harper was like, well, they can't And not. they cut him days later, which is now why the Philadelphia Union settle it right back all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I love the ending to that well story. Done. Well Just done. Just like, here's the whole story, that and that's that why good. the Union settle it right back. Oh, Very man. Good. That's good. why they have not gotten I Pikachu I was almost... Yet. I. So pissed. So pissed. I was going to be they haven't signed Pikachu yet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no. Uh, if I had fullbacks, one of them would be Ryan Richter. No. Um, Ryan Richter. It's not true at all. Redeemed himself due to coming back and coaching. Everything. Yes. Being an all-around yeah. guy and not being to, able to belittle. To developing all of the fullbacks <laughs> that currently play for the team that are not named Ray Gattis. And also then developing mm-hmm. all the academy and children. And not being able to belittle someone who played for LaSalle. Very nice. There you go. Yeah. And he's also uh, also a wonderful human being. Um, so that was not a honest answer. Uh, so my wingers, I have um, victim of not using wingers, David Akam. Oh. But also, so like, you're playing him like as um, in, in a three-four-three. Essentially, you're playing. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. what I got going on here. Uh, and then the other wing. Um... <laughs> yeah, <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> Victim of being Keon Daniel. I don't know. Um, of being himself. Because like, I, I know this is a that? disappointment. Eleven, but good God, your defense yeah. would get torched. I That's know. the point. But your I'm formation winning. isn't helping anything. <laughs> yeah. We're, Chuck, no one in the formation yeah, is helping anything. The formation is irrelevant. Everyone that I put in any place is well, going to Well, at least when an opposing coach yeah, looks at your lineup, they're at least going to be like, well, yeah. just run right yeah. at them. Because And the fans because, of that team will know to be strikes. disappointed because they're going to look at your selection and go, yep. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Listen, okay, here, so hear me out. You should not, and I mean, I get it, it was like 2011, so, but like, the fact that a guy went from the Puerto Rico Islanders to having 64 appearances with your club over uh, three seasons, like, mm. that, terrible. And he has 59 caps, like, he was, someone that has 59 caps for Trinidad and Tobago, and I, no caps, like, should not be that bad. He was agreed. Like, he was how guy, bad were those? He was a guy who was teams? close to being good. Like there was like times in his union yes. career where you're like, former, oh, if this guy could, former this MLS guy could just turn it on. He'd be so good, and he yeah. never did. Well, so. that's what I say about Danny Malonga. Mm, mm. like, <laughs> and then he had he had all of the fun of visa issues like Corey Burke without any of the problems yeah. around him. Like, yeah, Burke. it was like we lose him, and it's kind of yeah. just like so. Oh. Uh, can't wait to see those free key on tweets in 2021. Oh. All right, baby, let's hop into this midfield. Yeah, I, yeah, you guys, 
Okay, so I, uh, I am rocking a traditional 433. Um, I, I was going to go with a diamond, but one of my selections for midfield doesn't even deserve, I guess, the recognition. Uh, is it, So my central defensive midfielder is uh, Gil- Gilberto de Souza. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, this was touted as, like, a huge Brazilian signing that was, like, supposed to change the face of this team. <laughs> the massive ceiling on this guy was said to be, like, astronomical. Crickets. Yeah. Nothing. Didn't even play. Yeah. Like, bruh. I think someone confused astronomical with astrological. Mm-hmm. In that, I don't know. You would have been better off like reading tarot cards instead yes. of watching. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Um, yeah. Corbin Bone. Um. <laughs> Whoa! Hey! Hey! Why? USL Championship right. legend Corbin Bone. Thank you. You didn't let me finish. Corbin Bone was my selection for the diamond. But then I decided to change my formation and realized that I didn't even care that much about Corbin Bone. Okay, so how are we supposed to keep up with what your formation is? It's a 4-3-3. So he's not in my lineup. I just wanted to say, Corbin Bone, you've, Corbin been, no- Bone. you've been noted. Um, <laughs> you've been noted. My next two... got my defensive midfielder and two midfielders in front there. Matt Castle um, okay. and Freddie Adu. Oh. Now... I picked Matt Castle because when I saw this move, I was like, cool, we're stealing a Red Bull product. And this is like, this is like internal oh, warfare. This there. is like, yeah, we, we got one over enemy lines and this is going to be a good move. And then he almost kills Breck Shea in a friendly against Stoke and the union yep. like boo yep. him off the yep. field. Like, and then it just yeah, disappears like from existence. Just fucked off forever yeah. after that. You cannot find and, it. And that left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I don't like Matt Castle, and you disappointed me. So that's why I picked you. And then Freddie Adu is just the king of letdowns because literally anywhere he could have gone, he could have transformed that team. And when we got Freddie Adu, it was like, this is it. He's back in the States, he's home. He wants to put in that work and become the missing piece for this team. Yep. Let's see if I was correct. <laughs> but the Freddie Adu vacuum cleaner ad is one of the greatest things in American soccer. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let's see if I was messaged about that today. Chuck, the Freddie Adu lean cuisine meal oh. ad. Let's Even see better. if I was messaged about that today. I hate you, Paul. Um, with our <laughs> midfielders... If we're doing a four-four-two, are we also doing our wingers if we have them? Yes. I, I mean, I I'm gonna uh, wait yeah. for my wingers just because it's like my three attackers. But y'all just you go have, ahead. You you you. I literally said if we're doing a four-four-two and have wingers, are we doing? Yeah, them? do them. Okay. Therefore, your four-three-three does not oh, count. Christ in heaven, read your lineup. <laughs> I shall. Fabian Herbers. Oh, oh, wait, oh, what? Oh, oh, Chuck, Chuck, oh, yep, Chuck, 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 and then you decided you didn't want to work anymore. Chuck, did you literally just do this to be like, how can I get Evan pissed off tonight? I actually, he no, made my honor, but hit because again, I fucking love Fabian Herbers, 
and thought that he was going to be Paul, so much better for this team than he was. And what he's done I, with Chicago I, has shown he could have fucking did it. Yep. 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 I got I got sad because I miss Fabian Herbers. Uh, <laughs> we tried to get James Chambers to give us a pair of his boots for about three months. Um, never worked. He could have, I, I think, like, what Chuck said. Like, what he's doing right now for Chicago and just kind of his dynamicism. That dynamicism, Yep, with the fire. Um, is, is, like, we could have had that. And he was just like, nah, it's cool. And I mean, yes, okay. Also, we, like, eliminated the need for wingers, which didn't help. But Hey, Fafa kept around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also on my honorable mention. Oh. So, like... God. Well, they, they were both... But they're both, like, products of not needing their position but anymore. Fafa was still good while he was here. After his rookie right, right, year, right. Herbers was terrible until he left. Yeah, and then was really yeah. good again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Derek Jones. Yep. Just everything yep. about mm-hmm. everything that he yep. has done since signing his homegrown deal has been disappointing and that even includes his playoff um appearances for nashville and subtweeting the union at while then getting knocked out of mls playoffs so and then promptly traded the houston yeah like the universe just came back and said (laughs) i didn't know you want your mls career to be dead and he's been around. <laughs> he's been around so many good central midfielders. It's infuriating. Really has. Oh, I mean, there's Dax McCarty, and there's no excuse like, for yeah. him to not be better than he is. Um, no. My next one. Anyway, I sorry, Chuck. Kind of flip back and forth on because I mean, obviously, it probably should be Freddie Adu here. Um, mm-hmm. but again, going with my not living up to the money that was paid for you and then showing one good year and promptly being gone, it's Gabriel Gomez. I like that a lot. Yes. Yes. I, I had Gomez in my lineup too. And when I looked at his Wikipedia page today, I was like, oh, we weren't unique. He's like the... Panamanian version of Freddy Adu. So it's like it's like he goes somewhere he's good for a year, kind of good for a year. And then it's like the Alexandra he's Pato like in his of... second stint with San Francisco FC at 36 years old right now. It's like it, it, it is what it's it is. Beautiful. Um but yeah, I mean there's definitely players who deserve that spot more than him, but just spending over a million dollars for that at that time you're gonna get a mention and finally eric Ayuk. Mm. and no union player makes me sadder to think about their existence than eric Ayuk. um because oh, by far one of the most like athletic yep. people and just brightest attackers to ever come through this team and just it never worked out from both a product of him just not being played to then not really having a position 
to now ending up just kind of in the middle of nowhere, still playing and only being what? 23 what? because he yeah. made it to this what? team so goddamn young. Do you remember when he came back from Sweden and we all thought that the Union had learned their lesson and maybe they would utilize him the right way? Yeah. And then they put him at wing back? <laughs> uh, wait, like... okay, wait. I have the best news ever. By okay. the time this gets published... Which, if it's the 17th, if it's tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday, Erica Yook. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, swear to God. So he'll be out, have said he's 23, and he'll be 24 when it's published. <laughs> nice. Maybe even 25. I don't know how to do math. It's okay. Nope, 24. You're right. Yeah, that Ayuk is very sad. Because you saw so much glaring potential there. And it's like, it is a shame. And that's my midfield. Very good. I mean, very bad, but very good. Justin. Uh, yeah. My my midfield <laughs> is not unique by any stretches based on the responses to our tweet. Hey, Justin, a lot of these union teams across the years aren't very unique. Yeah. That's what makes them so disappointing. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, my defensive midfielder is Maurice Adieu. Yep. For mm. what he could have done and didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Gomez was there too. And then uh, Marco Fabian. So, you know, just going to go with the crowd on this one. Um, A whole playoff goal wiped Marco Fabian from my list. You, that's fair. Yes. Yes. Just, I, I think. It, oh, sorry. It was deflected. Ahead. Do uh, It was deflected. I don't care. It's just. He helped create one of the most exciting moments in Union history for me, and therefore I could not put him on this list in good faith. Yeah. Even though, by any outside looking in yeah. view, he deserves to be the headliner of this entire lineup. I did I did like somebody's opinion today. Uh, I don't remember who posted it on Twitter, but somebody's opinion that he doesn't deserve to be on this list. Just because if he wasn't as bad as he was, then Brendan Aronson yes, wouldn't have developed. Yes, I saw that exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah, that was a very a- like uh, butterfly effect tweet yeah. I dug it. that's ex- that's explicitly why both he and marisa do did not make it onto my list because okay. they were quintessential in the development of some of these younger players like mckenzie and aronson yep. because of the situations that they were put in at a young age mm-hmm. i don't i'm not mad that marco fabian was on this team i'm not mad that marisa do was on this team i find their influences on this organization to be somewhat positive it steered them in a right direction that leads to them winning a supporter shield and both of those kids getting sold to europe they don't make me mad and dis. but yes i see why that their on-field performance to the standard that they were brought in was disappointing for sure it took a lot to not put both of those on here which is why i settled on matt flipping castle uh, um also in midfield Orvets came damn close. Wow. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see the celebration on Twitter today when some random kid yes. tweeted that he signed <laughs> Matej Orvets in his FIFA game for like $2 million? People were, were about to make a – literally build a statue out of, I don't know, reclaimed wood and beer cans from the Larimer outside of, of Talon, of, outside of Subaru. 
of Ernst Tanner if he sold Matsev's Orovec for $2.2 million to a team who clearly had not paid attention to anything over the last calendar year. I would have nominated I mean, him for Tanner would have been diplomacy. a god. I think Honestly, Tanner like, would have United won Nations. like a Nobel Peace Prize and like the Presidential Medal of Freedom at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, do, uh, uh, is this the part where I do my like midfield little trio-y thing? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. I get it. But as someone that watched oh, Marisa no. do like almost come back four different times... And to Justin's point of him not really doing what he was, like, supposed to do. Um, so disappointing. That's so he, fair. So he's there. Okay. Next to him. And I felt really bad doing this earlier. And then realized that I didn't talk to him. So I don't feel as bad. Because I'm sure he's wonderful. But I haven't. Oh, my him. God. Uh, Zach Pfeffer was on this list. It's Zach Pfeffer. <laughs> I came. I. He made my short list. And I was just like. Uh, so. Uh, as the member uh, of Views from the Bridge that was not here when y'all talked to him, <laughs> so I don't have that. Oh, I like him though. The good thing is Zach Pfeffer is very content with how everything good. turned out, and he should be. And, and again, I don't makes necessarily think better. this is like his fault. The way I do that, I think it is with uh, the three people left in my roster. Um, oh man, fuck everybody else. Um, I like, but like, first homegrown, unless you're Beckham Sunderland of FC Cincinnati, that like means something. Um, and and like, man, Zach Pfeffer, I'm sorry you had to be the guinea pig here, but it really did not work out the way that anyone thought it would, for sure. So there you go. Um, and then do, I guess I get to do my center attacking bit here, right? Yes. Marco fucking Fabian. Okay. Because, because Chuck. I will say that it's really nice that his playoff goal got him out of your missed disappointing 11. But to counter that, everything he did in that game before that point was also just really disappointing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're breaking, no up, you're breaking up. Absolutely. Yeah, no Chuck, I know you don't know what I'm talking about because he was basically invisible for 90 minutes and some change. So I, I get it. Sorry, Evan, we're playing you out. No, I mean, like, I, tr- okay. I, tr- I truly can't. Fault anyone who put Marco Fabian. Also, in everyone was like, "Oh, like he's said, gonna bring us all this support from Latin American yeah. community." It didn't work. So you know, sweep. Well, he didn't do a lot. That's, he didn't do a lot of jobs for the union. Still, the the union didn't actually have Spanish language channels set up, set up at the time. Yeah, and uh, the union also. It doesn't seem like they talked to him <laughs> about him being the ambassador for these or, events. <laughs> Um, it's almost because, like they just assumed not... that people would gravitate if they saw a guy from Mexico on their team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it's true yeah. because Marco Fabian is not a guy who wants to really interact with people. Not at all. Like he, his Instagram story every other week was him going to New York to go do something or go to a party somewhere. Not like, oh, I'm going to this community event to bring mm, yeah. like spanish-speaking people to ppl talon subaru whatever the fuck the name of the park is at this yeah. day um like it it is it is just like a massive miss on so many yeah. levels and you know what's funny what's funny about that is i remember when he came here and they did the meet the team interview and i ended up taking christine with there to talk to some of the players margo fabian sitting there and is so past like just 
oh, thank you, like, kind of thing, like, just signing the stuff and whatever. And yeah. sitting right next to him is Brendan Aronson, oh. striking up a conversation with every person that would even try to interact with him. Oh, baby. What is your favorite color? Like, are you pumped for this seat? Like... He was pulling people to the side and continuing conversations with people as Marco Fabian's like, everyone wants to see Marco Fabian. He's a god. And Brendan Aronson's just there by the side. And how the tables have turned in two years. Like, it's bonkers, man. It really is. Well, boys, here we go. Yeah, this this is it right here, the forwards. This could be about 30 different people. It really could. It really, really could. Mm-hmm. But um, I did change this up late. That's why I went with oh. the four three three. I did have to throw David Akam in there just because I know that there was goals. Oh, we got David Akam in two different positions. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, I've got him up there in left wing. And, you know, you brought, brought in for a fee. You're a yeah. blistering player at Chicago. Yep. They paid like a mil you... for him. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a big move. Yeah. And... You know, it just it, well, it fell it was, short um, stat wise, and that kind of. And wasn't me. that the they did it the draft day where Matt and Mark were revealed as yes homegrown signings too? So it was like this weird like they didn't make any picks, but like they were the talk of the draft that day. They absolutely in were in Philly, and it was I mean, great. They, fa- they found a way to be the talk of the draft every year without well, doing yeah. anything, especially the A A plus rating this year, baby. Style, baby. <laughs> Uh, on my right, I have Andrew Wenger. Um, you, you know, you trade for him and you lose Jack Mack, and that hurts your heart. So the expectations are high. Well, you the know, output is low, yeah. and you miss a PK in the Open Cup Finals yeah. at home versus Kansas City. Yeah. You, you forget where the boundary is. is. I don't want to talk about Open Cup okay. Finals. Okay, well, I mean, great, listen, like, Paul, at that point, you traded you traded Jack McInerney for Andrew Wenger because you went from a guy that wanted to sleep with 90% of the significant others on your team to about 0%. Yes, you do make that. <laughs> so, I mean, you, would... <laughs> you know, for the chemistry it's of the cer- team. Yeah, I mean... certainly better than my honorable mention forward that I was going to put in, a one Jorge Perlaza who was traded for Danny Mwanga. (laughs) And then days later, Nowak was fired. So now Hackworth is sitting here with this guy going, you're not going to fit here. Hey, man, you cool if I don't play. He made two appearances after starting, like, the entire year at Portland in the prime of his career, and they just terminate his contract three months later. Like, what the hell, man? What the hell? But... I couldn't, in good faith, put him there when Andrew Vooten mm-hmm. is now over in the Austrian Bundesliga, scoring it. two more goals in five games than he did in yep. his entire Philadelphia Union career. And it is purely yep. because he refused to fit. And that was a pure effort, and that irks my soul and it's it's well, very funny because we sit here and we <laughs> say that brendan aronson made an upward move by moving from mls to the austrian bundesliga correct yeah, yeah. so in theory andrew vooten made not a lateral move to the austrian bundesliga but a it's not an upward move. better move to the austrian <laughs> bundesliga and in turn is now scoring at a higher output 
Okay, I have some things. You to can say. say that the Austrian Bundesliga is gonna move up, but what? Like what? What are we moving the bar? Because Brent, Brendan the Aronson, team, the yeah, it's yes, because literally the team that Brendan Aronson moved to is the move up because he has more exposure in Europa League. We have all seen that the Austrian Bundesliga is as bad or worse than MLS. I thought Chuck was gonna say we've all Brendan seen Aronson is play. doing. But like, yeah, Andrew Wooten scoring more goals in that league isn't necessarily If anything, Paul, it's an indictment. Um, <laughs> even though he still is head, headlining my two-man forward line for my disappointment 11 because of the fact that he's now scoring goals. <laughs> part, um, but, I mean, part of it was definitely that he couldn't play next to Casper Shabilko. Uh-huh. And then the other part was just him. Don't know if it was he just wasn't settled in the U.S. Um, don't really know really what went on behind the scenes there since most of his time with the union was also uh, ruined by COVID. But all in all, he was expected to at least be a double-digit goal scorer for this team, and he was not. So... That's bad. Yeah, I mean, 17 goals in almost only 30 games, like, the season beforehand is nothing to scoff at. It and, it was um, perceived to be their best striker move. Mm-hmm. He's partnered by Mr. Punctured Lung in Jay Simpson. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Jay, I mean, Jay Simpson is another guy that I don't necessarily feel good putting in this lineup because I'm sure he's a great guy but it just didn't happen actually what is Jay Simpson doing great question if anything find out uh selling vacuum cleaner oh sorry different trial with the Tampa Bay Rays sorry different guy sorry he's already in my lineup um nothing Knott's County what the fuck? I don't... Nia Salima. God bless you. Nia Salima's Femgusta FC. Which is in... In... Um... Greece. Oh, uh, the big money move. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Raking it in over there. Uh, J- Justin, who did, who did you have as your forwards? Yeah, my like 4-3-3 going on here. Uh, uh, you know, gotta stay with the, the pride of Lancaster County. Uh, Andrew Wenger. Yeah, baby. Um, you know, Houston Dynamo's got I put I put Keegan Rosenberry in. I'm from there, and you know, got to put Andrew Wenger in there too because yep. it is what it is. And then uh, in another same player, different position, Eric Ayuk. Okay, is gonna be up there on the wing, yep. uh, not doing something that he should. <laughs> and uh, back only because just back, yeah, just handsprings, <laughs> yeah. Just doing them over and over yeah, again. Yeah. That's how he. It's, it's that's how he. Totally that's how he actually. That's how he presses goalkeepers. <laughs> Eric Ayuk is the guy in every movie that they send out to distract the dragon. Eric so Ayuk is a whole. A whole can he get has by. a whole goddamn floor routine. <laughs> and basically, just because I needed another Novak player, uh, Danny Mavanga is gonna. Uh, yeah. Gonna anchor that line right. in the center. So yeah. I need everyone to. Imagine these two people coexisting next to each other. Oh, God. 
It is Andrew Wooten. And then you're probably saying to yourself, Evan, you need another player from the Hackworth era. I do. And no, I did not put him at center back because I could have done. Oh, what? you son of a bitch. Aaron fucking Wheeler. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Aaron Wheeler and Living Andrew proof are playing that next no to each other. no person can play both positions. <laughs> and not only can Aaron Wheeler not play striker, he cannot not play center back. Evan, your lineup. Chuck, oh that God. is the point. The whole point is what you're experiencing right now, which is existential dread and sadness. <laughs> yeah, I like, like, if you see this lineup come yeah. out in the parking lot, you just go, well, at least I'm here with my friends. Evan's and we're all team alive. comes with a free 30-day <laughs> prescription of Zoloft. Well, yeah, that's when you just start shotgunning in the parking yeah. lot because there's no use in watching the goddamn And Chuck, game. when Aaron Wheeler was on the team, you definitely shotgunned in the parking lot. Because you were in Harrisburg. <laughs> but also... Yeah. Uh, Aaron Wheeler, everybody. Remember? Remember Aaron? Yeah, because I bet you forgot about him. Because I did too. And then I went, oh, Aaron Wheeler played under John Hackworth. It's like, oh my going, god. Go, going sucked. through these transfers like year after year to figure out this um, 11, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah that was fun. You know, you know who else also chat, played like, on uh... that Harrisburg City Islanders team with Aaron Wheeler who could have made this list? Jameson McLaughlin. Oh, wow. Yeah, he is on to bigger and better things. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. I was going to say, Chuck mentioned in the group chat earlier, he's like, no wonder the union doesn't spend money on transfers. They, like, flushed away $5 million in 2012, and they were all terrible. <laughs> you could almost, you could pretty much almost uh, make a Central American... <laughs> yeah. Worst eleven, yeah. just using union players. Absolutely, oh From my 20. god! It's it, it's actually impressive to be zero for five in a transfer window. Mm -hmm. But Peter Nowak, man, you are a different breed. Yep. Uh, d does anybody have any honorable mentions or shoutouts or a special thanks to or any of the above that they would like to? Yeah, I Direct just want to reiterate to again that Corbin Bone was not worth my time. Right. So that's why he didn't make my lineup. The the only player mm -hmm. that I had listed that had is not been named by anyone is Mike LaHoot. You have mm. LaHoot? I mm. mean, mm, okay. I kind of feel like he did as good as he was allowed to do. Like It's almost like... He reached but his physical that, peak. Some, but, some, but some of this isn't necessarily even down to... Like, some of this definitely was coaching constraints on you being allowed to do mm. more. But he did more before he came to the mm. union, and then he did less. Mm. And that and those teams were terrible, and he still didn't do more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that. Justin, do you have anybody? Um, You know... There was, I mean, there was a lot of people that as I, um, if, I mean, if you really want just a depressing moment, just go look up the Wikipedia article, all-time Philadelphia Union roster. Don't do it. And just start scanning. It. It's just, 
I mean, yeah, I, I was going year through mm-hmm. year on transfer mm-hmm. market, and oof. Mm-hmm. there's just there's a lot of just depressing. Um, there's a lot of depressing things out there that um, yeah are just frustrating to look at. You know, I I, I mean. The one player that nobody mentioned, and I like, it would have been wrong to put him on a list, but um, I really didn't like the way that Vincent Noguera left this team. I feel you there, and no. it's it should leave a bad taste in some people's mouths. It's not going to be everyone's opinion, mm. but I absolutely understand why. It wasn't. It wasn't hard to not put him on this list, you know. Like, I mean, he did enough while he was here yep, to not course. be put on the list. Yeah. But, yeah, he could have also done so much more and not yeah. ended up in that very odd saga. Yes. But, yeah, no, I mean, definitely it. Like the thirty for thirty on Union transfers out and their reasons would be must-watch TV. Yep. The other thing I will say, just scanning through this list, uh, if you really want an interesting part about the all-time list of of, uh, people on this, yeah, on Wikipedia, go look up five goal scorers. Five goal scorers for (laughs) the Union. Yeah. You're not going to like who's sitting up there. Here's here's your list. Pahoy. Aristigieta, mm-hmm. Akam, Dotchkov, Harris Madunyanin, Amobi Akugo, mm-hmm. Brian Carroll, and Fred. Wow. Excuse me? Uh, I, I have an honorable mention of someone that would, would never really end up on this list for, for a litany of reasons. Um, but it was funny because when Chuck mentioned about... Uh, or not... When Paul mentioned about stealing people from New York Red Bull, I was reminded... Oh, of, God. Did you talk about nausea? I, well, I was reminded of a year where the Philadelphia Union not only brought in Adam Nyam, but also Bolak and Yode. Oh. <laughs> and him and Derek Jones were just wrecking people in USL and throwing children around and looking like world beaters. And then uh, neither of those two things are happening anymore at least dj is doing it in mls but bolu is playing for birmingham still uh which is fine that's great i mean listen i'm I'm glad we live in a in a american soccer landscape for better or worse uh depending on how you feel about you know opening systems and things where there is now places for these guys who are not mls quality talents to still in fact be talents somewhere see zach pfeffer um but yeah, I you know, there's there's a lot of guys that it's like oh oh well we stole him from there was there was that year or two where it was like oh we stole him from Red Bull, and you were like oh shit we stole him from Red Bull and then they like weren't that good. yeah yeah exactly also big yes, shout out Chris Nanko for immediately winning back to back Canadian Premiership titles. Shout out to um, Zenin Kadic for being drafted oh, as God. a Bosnian striker. And me being really excited to write an article about him because I thought him? he was going to be the future number nine of this Why? team. And he has <laughs> faded into a blitz. He actually has gone missing in the Thanos snap. And you we don't know if he's back. That he never existed. Yeah. And I would have believed you. Yeah. 
And then um, also, oh god, no, I just had it. Crap. Oh, Kai Herdling. <laughs> On loan from Hoffenheim. <laughs> just ran around a whole bunch. Didn't contribute anything. This isn't a real person. And then he was just gone. <laughs> That's not a real person at all. It is. Go look it up. No, I don't want to. There was a guy from the Bundesliga <laughs> who just came over and joined the union on like a training thing. Yeah, we already talked about him. A few Tim games. Tim okay. And he just huh. ran around a whole bunch. <laughs> and didn't... The name caught. The name Kai so he, did, he did more than so Marco Fabian. No, he didn't score. He didn't assist. I mean, Marco I just, had a goal. Marco Fabian didn't run around a whole bunch. Yeah, but that's the thing. This guy's the polar opposite. All he did was run around a bunch for like 700 minutes. Mm. And then at the end of the yes, season, but... they said, I don't think you've contributed enough to this team to warrant you staying. But Brandon like, Aaron's no start was basically him running around a whole yeah. bunch and pressing and winning the ball. Well, it's so, amazing when you can do that and then score a like... goal. <laughs> if you can it combine is. those two things, you're actually a pretty good soccer player. Chuck, apparently the difference between the two people that, that you've just mentioned is one of them can score a goal by nutmegging Brad Guzan, and the other one cannot. Yes. Yes. That's all there is. Oh, one more. Mm. I'm sorry, one more. Uh, Santi Moar should, have, should be on this team and should be a world beater, and I miss him. Um, the, I, that's actually just disappointment with the union in that regard. Mm. You let go... A brilliant another another man. wide midfield player that we do not have room for because we do not. I don't. Them. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if we want to get into the Bethlehem disappointment eleven. Because oh, listen, I got three of those. Yeah, we Raymond Lee also on the list. But I do uh, miss you, Santi. Nick, I hope everything's Nick good out west. I did uh, his first. Are... I did his first professional interview oh. after he came into the league, and he's such a nice guy. And Josh damn it, Hurd. I miss that. Man. Jamie Lucini. Hmm? Are you just listing your Bethlehem now? Oh, yeah, I'm just naming guys. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I'm done. Fire them off. No, I just don't. No, all right. No. Another, another player. <laughs> Matt <Perella. laughs> Um That was up there. Another, another player who played for both Pittsburgh and, Bethle- uh, and Bethlehem. Um, kind of. Uh, another player who has Bethlehem connections who actually played for the Union, who it was a little bit painful to look at today, was Marcus Epps. Oh, Meps. Oh, I was messaging him today, too. Um, Wait, someone put Marcus Epps on their all-time 11? Disappointment? Yeah. Was it... Absolutely. Was it me and an... Did you... Who did you... I will you, not reveal this hit, person. You I hit Evan's not. burner, is what you did. Yeah, was it, was it Ryan Richter? No, I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to reveal the person. All I, I will say yeah. that someone really likes Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps, if you're was out there you're single. Was it Marcus Epps? This person. <laughs> Did you DM him and he put his name on there? Did you get confused? The NDAs restrict me from talking about this any further. All right. It was Marcus Epps. Yes, there was a Marcus Epps sighting. Jesus. Okay, wait, Paul, what was the most obscure, other than Marcus Epps, was there, like, another one that someone sent us that was like, what? Oh, God, give me a second eye. Yeah, you got all the time in the world. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys can talk about the new union signing that is actually going to happen now. Oh, yeah, your you man know, from uh, Samarok. Yeah, Achilles. What? Yeah, it's a, a guy. Oh, from Killy to Philly. Yeah. 
I, I mean, listen, he's a Scottish international. I don't know. I mean, from what people over in Scotland have been saying, he's been the best player for that team for the past few yes. years. Size, speed, so, can track back, likes to tackle. Based on how people in, in Scotland care about their soccer teams, I don't truly care what they have to say, to be quite honest. Wow. Because way to way no, to really they, alienate a portion of potential future listeners right there off the bat. Well done. But they, they hype up. Let's face. They lot came over with medi- Tommy Smythe. Get over. They, <laughs> they hype up a lot of very mediocre guys to be gods. Yeah. Especially since that uh, league is also James Forrest. Terrible. Um, Finlay. So like, because like there there were some tweets from like uh. Yeah. Kilmaric, um fan yeah. account basically like if the news is true about the move like thanks blah blah mm-hmm. blah then he's a brilliant defender consistently one of our best players for the past few seasons he's a good presence at corners and likes to chip in more than a couple goals per season mm-hmm. he performs best in big games what fucking big games <laughs> whoa, do you have whoa, whoa. you gotta play Celtic <laughs> twice a year okay and they don't beat them he plays them but he performs well yeah also, Chuck, I'll give you one guess as to where this guy spent his youth career. Sorry. Arsenal. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, I'll give you two guesses. Who? Uh, Stuart Finley? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ever think this. Uh. Well, I mean, um, was it yeah. Celtic? Well, <laughs> it was indeed Celtic. Yeah, well done. That's it. Who, uh, all, right, uh, here, all right, here's some randoms for you, okay? Yep. Yeah, this is so great. The same person who sent me Marcus Epps oh, also no. sent me over Tony Stahl. Do you all remember Tony Stahl? So you DM Tony Stahl and you DM Marcus Epps <laughs> He got a red card in his first ever game, and then he never played another game again. <laughs> Just awesome stuff here. Did you um, find, like, Marcus did... Epps' mom on Twitter? Like, what did you do? A uh, Porfirio Porfirio <laughs> Lopez. Yep. Yes, he was indeed on here. Um, and... <laughs> Andre Blake. No, okay. no. Um, Leonard Pajoy. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> That's a fair I'm one. I'm pretty sure that was another one of those really bad 2012. That's a fair one. Uh, Charlie Davies. Oh, oh, but like. No. Oh no! Yeah. No. I, but. No. Yes, no. but I yes, not... on the field, yes. But what, what, no. Because what <laughs> expectations did you have when Charlie Davies signed with this team? Ten goals. He'd he score a goal. From cancer. <laughs> Davies was what, like. What expectations did you have? He was Davies, a shot in the dark. Yeah, that, Davies was a long shot to be able to come back. Yeah. A dude we thought was, was back and was going to be good, and then he just never could you know, make it a long For a very legitimate reason. We were like, well, if he plays 10 games, we're good. (laughs) Exactly. Like, there's very few picks for this that I will slander, but I will slander a Charlie Davies pick because he does not deserve it. You can take it up with the person who... You are talking to right now, Paul Katrina Jr. Uh... (laughs) Give me their at and I will take it up with them. Okay, fair enough. Um, And then also, unfortunately, Ken Tribbett Oh, that's fair. He deserves it. Oh, so wait, you you DM'd his girlfriend? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> choo choo, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was the only person. 
And then, um, I guess this is wow. this is a bit slanderous here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with slanderous is that somebody wrote in Fred, and I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I think Union Hulk has a really big problem with that. Uh, this person should fear for their lives. I'm not gonna put them in a dangerous situation but and reveal yeah. who wrote Fred, but yeah. dude. You need to reassess, because yeah. um, there are some people out here that hold him in very high standard. And because when you DM'd him and he put that, I hope John Tanzi doesn't sleep the night. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet Sean Brace put Marcus Epps, now that I think about it. Mm. That wasn't him. No. Okay, alright. I'm close. I'm really close. I'm uncomfortable. Wait, let's close. just double check. Survey set? Uh, anyway, right, we well, should get out of here. Um, before we still we, didn't. Uh, well, we still didn't really talk about the signing except be slandering all yeah, of Scott. I mean, listen. Yeah, wait till I mean, he, that's the wait till he signs, right? and then we'll slander him more about how you know former Premier League signee. I'm ex but I'm excited but he's that gonna, we have he's someone. He's going to be the starting left sided center back. So, yeah, it's a big deal. Your he's going to be a big deal on this team. <laughs> Absolutely. He could very much yeah. end up on this list in a year if it doesn't go Jesus. well. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's just... Glastos will be on the bench, which is a good place for him. Absolutely. It's not that I, it's not that I hate Glastos. It's just that if Glastos and Elliot are your starting center backs, you're going to have a lot more bad times than free kicks. Yeah. Yeah, going to get torched. It's not going to be great. Um, but, you know, you just got to see how he acclimates and see if this is going to be one of those long-term. Well, it, it just sucks because, like, how, how would you feel being a center back coming in to fill Mark McKenzie's shoes? I mean, doesn't someone have to do that on any team at any given point? Like, aren't you brought in as a replacement because they just sold a guy? Like, well, that's just kind of how that's not the f it goes. Paul. It's exactly that's not the how point. It's, 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 no, that's not the point. No. The point is that Mark McKenzie was a homegrown player who's near and dear to every fan uh, that's in the stands. Oh, okay. And, all right. And and also with all of that, pockets anyone who comes his yeah. way. Um, first mistake, dude's going to get slandered, especially adding in that he's also a ginger. Yeah. No. Uh, well. <laughs> Now I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. take up the Stuart Finley mantle. <laughs> Can't wait. Here we go. Listen, listen. He has a perfect 100% goal ratio when he has senior national team appearances for Scotland. Shut up, you if ass. He, plays, he has one. If he, oh, he scored in that one. <laughs> and how many do you have, Paul? Right. Exactly. And we all know that you have that passport. You're just afraid to use it. Just afraid to use it. All right, guys. So yeah. we're like over an hour now. Great. Yeah. Um, so we should get out of here. Right. But I have one just quick. Yeah. Marcus. Sort has... of yes or no. Sort of yes or no opinion question. Mm -hmm. But we. But I know it's not a yes or no question. So it's not that. But quick, quick opinions. Mm -hmm. Um. How are we gonna like Danny Higginbotham in the booth? This oh, year? it's gonna be great. 
I think it's going to be really good. I hope he's good at play-by-play. I mean, he doesn't have to be, you know, the guy. He doesn't have to be JP, but yeah. I think he'll be good enough in, like, those minute intervals where it needs to be it's, much uh, more insight than just yeah, I don't, him and, It's him and Dave, here. right? He'll remember Is it going to be him and Dave or him and other. JP? Um, I thought it was either based on JP. Yeah, no, I think Danny's doing was... color. I think yeah. play-by-play Danny's is JP color. and, and uh, Dave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. he's, he's going to be great. But he's in wonderful hands. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'll but, like Dave and Danny together. That's yeah. that's fantastic. And Danny's let's, been really good. Let Chuck, um, let Chuck talk. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> It'll be great because he'll remember who's on the other team. So, good good place to start on this team. Like, I mean, he he at least knows his yes. stuff. Yeah. So, like, that's like the bare minimum. I'm c- definitely curious to see if he can talk for more than five minute intervals. Mm. So that'll be an interesting thing to see on how he just fills dead air. That's what I'm worried game. about. That, but also, you would hope that whoever he's partnered with will be able to help him with that and just make sure that he's just talking tactics which he's damn good at yeah when it's when it's just a matter of you need this broken down for like 30 seconds to a minute real quick like what you just witnessed he'll do it to a t but i like i said that's what i'm concerned about is the filling the space it needs to be good because Union fans are pretty picky about that kind of stuff. Really, really, really forgiving. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would agree with most everything he's said. I think he's been. I've enjoyed watching him at halftimes and whatever of Premier League game. Mm-hmm. I think what concerns what concerns me is uh, through all of his flaws, Tommy made games exciting that shouldn't have been weren't necessarily exciting, yeah. and I think those. Games I think those games are just going to be boring this year. Like, and I I'm think okay with them. Just, Justin, Higgins. you're not going to see the the home commentary for those games. Oh, it's Higgins, true. Higginbottom will explain why they're boring, though. He will tell you exactly. <laughs> He'll tell he you will explain exactly the tactics. Why. Anyway, yeah, so the team goes up four goals to none. It's really not going to be much in it. I, I no, I think he'll be told immediately when he comes here. Hey, you're a little too direct. Um. So if this happens, yeah. just don't talk yeah. about it. Like writing, um, when I w- when I was writing basketball recaps for terrible LaSalle basketball teams, I was basically told by our athletic director that remember that donors read this, and that it sometimes just writing two hundred and fifty words about an entire game is better than breaking down the mm. game. Yeah. That, that was my only thought. It's just I've enjoyed Danny on the on the broadcast, but it's it's very easy for um the either of the Robbies and especially Rebecca to like over overtake him on excitement. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the I only mean, thing. Personality but, wise. So you can you can hear it in his voice that he wants to be like it, just the guiding hand of it. But honestly, it all, if it's yeah. Dave and Danny, I think Dave brings a lot of excitement mm-hmm. to these yeah, games. Right. He has the it inflections for it. His, it also doesn't help that he's not the regular for yeah. NBC either. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the chemistry with them yes. that they all have with one another that being said he'll be able to build here that being said that being said i would much rather see him than tem howard so yeah we'll we'll leave it at that thank you yeah 
Uh, good night, everybody. We, we got our shots we in at everybody. Him on our disappointment eleven. Too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, disappointment okay, eleven. Uh, honorable mention: the naming rights for the stadium. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give it three years. They need to form a power company first. Oh my uh, god! No one's gonna listen to this podcast. No, it's all right. They don't anyway. <laughs> Everyone's gonna listen to this. Yeah, podcast. we'll end it yeah. on that. Anyway, if you made it this far, congratulations. Thank you. We love congratulations. you. Congratulations. Good luck. <laughs> Sorry. Goodbye. And if you're Corbin Bone listening to this, <laughs> go away. Night, Marcus Epps. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Season 3 of Use in the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at VFTBpod. Thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are also sponsored by Robbie over at Icarus FC. Icarus will make the custom kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Get started at IcarusFC.com. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can head to Design Tree at dsgntree.com slash vftv for our latest merch, or you can just buy us a coffee or beer at ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash vftvpod. Thanks for your listening and your support. Views from the Bridge is a podcast of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Head over there to find all kinds of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content. For Evan Villela, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft, signing off.